Fly fishing in a stream, getting those ankles wet. Or deep in the ocean, casting nets. Fish nerds. Fish nerds. Fish nerds. It's a podcast. Just for the hell of it. Fried in a basket or broiled in a pan. Eat it raw. Hello like and I welcome to the Fish Nerds. nerds. Hey everybody, this is Clay. Got to kind of do a strange introduction because we're going to have this is kind of the pre intro to the intro of the Fish Nerds podcast. If you're a new listener to the show, this show is probably not the best example of our work, not our finest hour. This episode was recorded live in an ice fishing shack on Silver Lake, perhaps the worst fishery in the whole state of New Hampshire and where I spend almost all my time. Uh, and our, our, I didn't realize while we were recording, but our audio equipment was failing as we went. So I did my very best to master the recording uh, and get it at least tolerable. But if you get five minutes into this thing and you think, oh, my God, this is terrible, and you're a new listener, come back next week or go listen to last week's show. You'll enjoy it a lot more. However, if you can tolerate, (laughs) now that we've lost you, if you can tolerate uh, the recording, it's actually a good show. This week on the show, we are joined by Steve McConey, who is a comedian, a writer, a former headline contributor to The Onion. His essays, humor writing and reporting have also appeared in American Scholar, New York Times, The Atlantic, New Yorker, Boston Globe, Morning News, Vice, and Salon. His work has been featured on NPR, Long Reads, and received notable essay mentions in the Best American series. He's performed around the U.S., Canada, and England, and at Dennis Leary's comic home uh, in uh, Gannis Arena. I've never heard of it. Uh, anyway, he was named one of the top 100 comics in the country on NBC's last comic standing and has contributed scripts uh, for Comedy Central. So he's done all kinds of He's also written for New York Times, which is how we found him. Uh, he's a great guy. He, he, he winters, um, he lives in New York, but he fishes in New Hampshire, and we were lucky enough to spend some time with him on the ice. He brought his friend Mike too, and Mike did not send him bio, but Mike is a uh, paleontologist and a lot of fun. Uh, and we hope you enjoy the show this week. And again, come back next week. We'll promise a more listen to a show. But this is actually a very fun show. But you have to just kind of get over the terrible audio. And again, uh, the worst way to start a pot podcast on the planet is to apologize for terrible audio. So I'm failing on every level. <laughs> Thanks for being here. All right. Welcome to the Fish Nerds, the show about fish, fishing, and eating fish. I'm Clay Groves, Chief Executive Fish Nerd, Licensed Fishing Guide. And uh, your best friend today. And we're recording this podcast live in Vinny's Ugly Ice Shack on Suck It Silver Lake, the worst <laughs> lake in New Hampshire. So Vinny's sitting next to me. So Vinny, say hi. How's it going? Vinny's one of our other guides. And also with me is Steve McConey, who's a semi-popular comedian. <laughs> and Mike Demick, who is a paleontologist. He's going to explain to us why fish don't eat under the ice. There's some sort of megalodon or something under here. Welcome to the show, you guys. Thank you for having us. We're very excited to this be here. This is cool. Yeah. Yeah, what they did was they finagled a free guided fish. <laughs> <laughs> We're providing free entertainment. Yeah, so before we get too far in, let's explain yeah. what today's been like so far. Mm-hmm. So you guys relate, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Diva. Or art. I'm an artist. Yeah. So. <laughs> we had to like make the green room just right. Yeah, for yeah, you. yeah. Um, <laughs> but you got on the, on the lake, and Steve. You walked in the shack, picked up a fishing rod, and what happened? Like in 30 seconds, what happened? I don't mess around. 
I uh, <laughs> hooked into a, a nice little lake trout. A nice laker, and we put it on a tape measure, and it must be 24 inches long. Huge. Huge. Yeah. Huge. Yeah. yeah, we have photo evidence. It's something <laughs> about the way the light is refracting through <laughs> this uh, this window. It's, uh, it's beautiful. And yeah, the only yeah. fish we've caught all day, and Vinny's been out here fishing all week, like six hours a day. Vinny, yeah. how many fish have you caught this week? I have week? caught none. <laughs> I have seen at least I... 20 fish. I have been taunted and tormented. Mm-hmm. They chase and chase, but they won't bite. Yeah. And so we're sitting in a converted pop-up ice shanty. It used to be a camper, and uh, we're, we're toasty warm. It's great. Mm. Got simulated hardwood walls. <laughs> simulated <laughs> hardwood. <laughs> <laughs> the, the very yeah, best. Chic. Yeah. So the hope is maybe by recording we'll catch fish. Now, we're just people who care about the tech of fishing. We've got a Garmin Striker 4 fish finder, an Ice 45 from Humminbird. And you can see fish on the screens. Mm. Now, um, you've caught, you hooked two fish today. Two fish. What happened? Uh, <laughs> you know, didn't go well. Yeah. Uh, it's like a post game. <laughs> yeah. So we're fishing, we're using uh, just jigs. Oh, with, just uh, my head wasn't right. And... <laughs> <laughs> I don't think your head was in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, just got to get in. Man. Yeah, get in. You're focused now. Yeah. So we're using just jigs and uh, dead smelt on a jig. And, uh, hopefully that'll, that'll work for yeah. us. Yeah. So Ooh. you guys usually fish over uh, Winnesquam, is that right? Winnesquam. Uh, we've had... We definitely uh, fish. We don't do a lot of catching there. It's, I, yeah. God, you know that my least favorite phrase on the planet is that's why they call it fishing. E- that makes me so mad. Yeah. I hate that. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah, we yeah. fish there. We've been fishing there for, what, 10 years probably? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we... Lots of summer luck. Yeah, we, we, Summer's we kill great. it in the summer. Oh my God. White perch, catfish. Um and then the winter rolls around, and we don't do too well. I almost caught a state record eel before I was old enough to know that that was a thing. Oh, yeah, we've caught huge eels. That's Three and a half. half. Four I think foot eel we've so. caught a four-foot yeah. eel there. That's pretty big, right? Well, it's a huge eel. Yeah. The state record was caught in Crystal Lake down the street over here. Um, mm-hmm. How big was it? Uh, probably smaller than what you caught. Because people Shoot. don't report... Yeah. Big yeah. eels. Yeah. So mm-hmm. people who hold records like on eels, <laughs> yeah. catfish, yeah, yeah. they don't update very often. Yeah. So you can you want you want a record, yeah. go for those kind of um <laughs> we should go for that. Jigging fish. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, go jig them up. Cool thing about that eel was born out in the ocean, right? So yeah. Yeah. Sargasso Sea, right? Sargasso sea. Yeah. So nuts. Yeah. It's always fun to like see it's crazy. What the hell are you doing yeah, here? Yeah, you know, the, no, we let him go. Well, he was starving because that link has no fish, right? So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's nothing there. <laughs> you got him in the summertime, though, right? Yeah, in the yeah. Summertime. People do summer. catch him for the ice too, occasionally. Really? Yeah. That would be great. Wow, that would be crazy. So why aren't you fishing? Why aren't you catching fish there? Um, <sighs> that's why we're here today. We really need to get yeah. to the bottom. Oh. <laughs> uh, we do everything. Last year, we we isolated some inside turns, and we we really mm. we concentrated on lake trout last year, and we caught. One eight-inch lake trout. It was a celebration, though. We caught a good, good cusk last year, though. Good cusk, yeah, yeah. We do okay, but even near, we us, wouldn't know that without without our trusty app. We also don't have a snowmobile or a very long attention span, so we kind of just, uh, yeah, we kind of just fly by the seat of our pants every time. Well, that's why I find fishing with electronics makes it so like you mm. keep that attention longer. Like I wouldn't jig in a hole more than five minutes if I have a sonar look at yeah. it. Yeah. I'd be bored. Yeah. So sonar, do you? At least you know the fish are there. But yeah, uh, we, uh, this palm is rough. I don't know. It's great in the summer. We catch some. We've gone to different parts of the lake too. We go up uh, <laughs> Pot Island, by the Three Islands, Pot Island. Yeah, we went to the north part of the lake, caught nothing. Uh, while people across from us caught <laughs> that's right smallmouth, I think they were catching that one year. They caught nine fish and we caught none. Yeah. Nine fish in a year. Yeah. In a in a weekend. Oh, in, a in a weekend. weekend. <laughs> yeah. But they we were, were all th- yeah. 
we don't want those fish. Those are smallmouths. Right? I know, but still, I'd be thrilled. I know, <laughs> I know. I would feel just to catch anything. Yeah, I've only have caught one smallie through the ice. Did you get it? I did not. You did not. But he hit you. Yeah. So for those who can't see this, which are podcast everybody, <laughs> <laughs> Mike just had a had a smack a fish smack his bait on there. He's having trouble setting the hook. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just so unusual to have a <laughs> <Yeah>. surprise. <laughs> you going into shock. Well, it's funny. Sometimes I'll take clients who are who are not experienced fishers, yeah. and we'll go fish the shallows for yellow perch, getting mm-hmm. used to setting hooks before uh-huh. coming out mm-hmm. for the lakers if it's warm enough out. Um, and some big, some big uh, perch in this lake. Yeah, too. So the video got a fourteen inch the other yeah. day. Oh, oh nice, so, nice, yeah, good one. We used to catch monster yellow perch in August Bay. Yeah, yeah. You caught the two. No, no, that was a white perch. That was a white perch. Yeah. No, one, one, no, the seventeen. We caught uh, definitely fifteen and a half. Maybe in the we we keep a record of all the fish we catch. uh, Going back, we write (laughs) them down. There's there's no. It's it's a short list. (laughs) It's not an index card. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's like a page and a half. (laughs) It's uh, but yeah, and uh, yeah, we caught we caught like a nice I think sixteen inch uh, white perch in Winnesquam. It was great. Down there, fish there. I've never been down there. Yeah, misery loves company. Yeah, definitely. Are you guys up most weekends? No, no, we're just a few. Too busy being comedians and paleontologists. He's a he's a high power scientist. (laughs) What is a high power paleontologist? (laughs) Like you write grants, but what do you actually do? Uh, In the summer, I go dig in Wyoming and Montana. And uh, the rest of the year, I write grants and papers to support that. And I heard a rumor that you got to name a dinosaur. That's right, yeah. So can you tell us about that? Because that to me is remarkable. <laughs> and so, it's, it's insane, right? Like, that's the coolest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. Like, comedians are cool, but, like, like <laughs> yeah, yeah. you had to, like, learn stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Uh, so there's several dinosaurs sort of in the works ready to name, but I have not. They're not done yet. They're not all dug up yet. The one that I did name was actually one that I found in a basement in a museum in Texas. <laughs> it was just Best dig ever. Yeah. <laughs> just opened a drawer. Uh, it was just something dug up in the seventies, and they said, "No, this isn't that important." So it just kind of languished in a drawer, and uh, uh, sort of a rite of passage for graduate students in paleontology is you go look through everything, and you just kind of explore every drawer, and it was just sitting. Um, sitting in these cabinets and I recognized it as a really distinctive species. So wrote an article and it became a chapter of my PhD Look dissertation. You. Oh, so you're a doctor and like you're mm-hmm. for real. <laughs> this is real. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That's amazing. And so what did you name it? It's called Astrophocadia. 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 Astro- Astrophocadia. Yeah. Yeah. I thought you put, uh, like preposition A. No, no. So Astrophocadia. Like, so non-twisting tail. non because its tail is straight. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So, like, if you were comparing it to a dinosaur, people would know. Uh, like Brachiosaurus, Brontosaurus, a long-necked dinosaur. Nice. But yeah. And how yeah. much of it was there? Like uh, just an eyelash. They find like nothing. <laughs> it's crazy. They like they find like a pinky toe, and they're like, "This is an all new species." <laughs> Uh, like, part... No, parts of the backbone, parts of the hips, uh, ribs, and yeah, there wasn't enough of it. Yeah. I want to go dig up more someday, but um, I got my hands full in Wyoming, Montana, so there's no time to start to dig in Texas, too. It's uh, amazing. So when, you, when you're digging for these things, yeah. and you find a bone, like, is that like fishing for you? Is like, like 
Oh, it's very similar. You know, like the yeah. same kind of game? Yeah, because so you don't just dig randomly, you prospect. Okay. And so I thought the same thing. Yeah. yeah. And that's I'm how like, we fished. I'm going to yeah. I'm going to dig in a hole. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm, ready, I'm yeah. ready to go. I used to think you just dug straight down. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. you uh you just walk around and you look at the ground carefully uh-huh. and if you see a bone sticking out, you start digging. So they do, they just show through? Like, yeah. You'd be like, oh, there's a hit. Yeah, just Man. if if you're there one rainstorm too yeah. early. It's you just gotta wait for the ground to erode around the bone and expose it, and uh, and then maybe it's just that one bone, maybe it's a part of one bone, or maybe there's a whole series of bone beds, some sort of uh, flood buried a bunch of dinosaurs there. So it's like naming a dash. I mean, did, like you get like a t-shirt or like what you get you? <laughs> uh, no, I don't know. It's just yeah. I thought you got flown to the White House immediately. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's yeah, yeah. No, it's actually, we're in kind of a golden age of paleontology right now where it's about a new species every one or two weeks. Really? So really? Much yeah. Anyone getting into paleontology is going to get an opportunity if they work hard enough. It's not uncommon. Yeah. yeah. It's not uncommon these days because it's a really popular science and people are digging in places they've never dug before. So places like Madagascar, Antarctica, that are more recently being explored. Yeah. Now, uh, New Hampshire is not known for dinosaurs. <laughs> there is not Actually, a one. I heard there wasn't no. one found, but like like Osby is um, used to be a, a, a ring of volcanoes called the Osby Ring Dike. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The whole lake is kind of that glacier has kind of parked itself right in those yeah. volcanoes and created Osby Lake. Mm-hmm. So I always think like that seems like prime. <laughs> like, like it seems like there should be something there. There should be. Like, there's nothing. No. There's never been a dinosaur found in New Hampshire. No. That's what I heard. Yeah. Closest one would have been in. Um, I guess southern Massachusetts or northern Connecticut, yeah. um, in the Connecticut River Valley. Yeah. There, during the Industrial Revolution, cut down all the trees. You can see the rock, excavate for a bridge or a bank or something, and they found complete dinosaurs, mm-hmm. really perfectly preserved. So there's an opportunity in New Hampshire to be the first one <laughs> yeah. to, yeah. Find, to find a name. Well, let me focus on setting the hook. For yes. Yeah. <laughs> We're just as likely to catch a fish as we are to find a dinosaur. I think. I, I, think, I think, well, this lake is like super deep yeah. potential. Mm. I, you know, there might be some animal down there. Didn't it's... you? He, he dug up a mastodon from a... Uh, not a mastodon. Yeah, yeah a mastodon. Ma- oh, a mammoth. Uh, oh, man. Sorry, a mastodon. You're right. No way. Yeah, you... I was right there. Yeah. <laughs> I was there, right there, the scientist. Uh, in a pond, right? <laughs> yeah, in a pond uh, in the Hudson Valley no near way. where I grew up. Oh, wow. Yeah, when I was in high school, I helped. And it's the most complete um, mastodon from New York State. Really? The Hyde Park mastodon. You can see it. It's on exhibit in Ithaca. Oh, really? Yep. Is your name on it? I think there's pictures of me in the as a teenager like, digging <laughs> it up. Do you have a beard then too? <laughs> no. <laughs> That's remarkable. That's so cool. Yeah. So, so Doc, stuff Doc like Martin, that. who works on our show, she's a PhD in in minnows or some sort of. Oh. Okay. And uh, and she got to name a fish, and to her that was like yeah, uh, awesome. she was thrilled. Yeah. And it was like same thing. We're like. We care. Yeah, That's yeah, a, yeah. That's bigger it's, than a dinosaur. It's kind of a labor of love. Like you, I mean, we've dug up, we found a new species at my, one of my sites in Wyoming in 2014, but you just find a little part of it and you're like, I'm going to go back next year and find more mm-hmm. and next year and find more. Now, do you keep these sites secret? Like, yeah. Like, legally, you have to actually. Oh, yeah. 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 So, so, so dinosaur hunting and fishing are precisely the same sport. Yeah. Whenever yeah. I, whenever I post a picture, I scribble out the background. Did you have a hit Dinosaur that? site. Yeah, I did. I'm not so, doing so a good job time, setting. So you hook, you're on the ice right now. Yeah. So this time when you feel the hit, don't reel at all. Just pull. What I want you to do is I want you to lift your rod straight up over your head. Okay. And, and just hold there. And if you don't feel the fish pulling, 
go right back to where you were. Might don't be there. reel, because that will be at the exact depth you want where the fish wanted to eat. Okay. So you'll match up. You don't have to worry about, okay, where was that fish at? You'll come right back to where you were. So rather mm-hmm. than reeling and setting the hook, just put your, just bring your rod above Straight the head. Straight above the head. But keep it perpendicular, or parallel to the ice. Okay. So your line is going straight. So you don't like, don't push right in the sky. Mm, okay. I'd let up more line too, because you're only about halfway down there. Now. Yeah, you're. Oh, I see. Yeah, you're not at the bottom, so you probably didn't have a hit there. You probably scraped the side of the ice. Uh, okay. But it felt cool, right? <laughs> yeah, it did. <laughs> I was excited. Yeah. Well, we, the, the goal, the hope is to catch a fish on uh, audio here, which great. is less cool than you might think. <laughs> 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 so, all right, so Steve, you're a comedian. I'm a comedian and writer too, and as well. Right. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. He's, he's really trying to get away from the comedy <laughs> stuff. He's, I, yeah. he's been writing poetry. I've been writing. <laughs> been, on the ice, it was just this morning. He got out there, he started just reciting to me and I'm sonnets. Like, I'm like, I, I didn't want to fish with you anymore. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so, so what do you what are you working on these days? Uh, I'm doing some longer longer humor writing projects. That's what I've been working on. Nothing nothing that I'm uh, hopefully in within the year I'll have. Uh, some news about some some comedy writing stuff, but yeah, I've been working on some TV projects in the last uh, last year, which was fun. Now, do you get to be on TV or just use behind the scenes? Uh, I do small stuff. Um, yeah, we shot a with a friend of mine. We shot a pilot last year, and I was like, um, you know, helping writing it, and then I'm like in the lumber yard ringing people up and just doing little cameos That's and so stuff fun. like and that. Now, is that available anywhere? Is that that did is, not make it? I'm trying to think that made it. That is in. Uh, that is, you know, and some someday somebody might rif- rif- rifle through Comedy Central's drawers and discover a, a brand new uh, dinosaur of a TV show. Yeah. That's, <laughs> it's in there. Um, so, yeah. Uh, did yeah, thank you. Yeah. What's, what's going on here? So this, the, this wind, wind, the wind just came up. Oh, and right. so the noise you're hearing is, uh, is solar panels are just dangling on the side oh, of the shack. So okay. It's so. a nice ring. <laughs> so soothing. The sound of renewable energy. Yeah, for four years they did stuff stuff for them. Did they pay you? Um, they paid me. Yeah, I was a, a just a headline contributor, so I, I was in Boston when I did it. Um, they pay, uh, you know, not. It was not. I wasn't a full time staff there, but I had yeah, <coughs> 50, I don't know, fifty or sixty headlines or something. So yeah. Oh, you got some. I had a hit. Then ah. I had a hit. Yeah. yeah, I wasn't paying attention. I was listening to onion writing. Which is interesting, but catching a fish is, is way, always more interesting. <laughs> I'll check my bait. So I wrote a headline once. You did? And for them? No, for myself. Check my nice. Bait. And Snopes stole it, used it, and when I called them on it, they ignored my email for months. I kept the email every month, and just also want to credit you guys. And rather than give me credit, they uh, changed their headline. What was the headline? Uh, so I did a story. So so the Huffington Post every year does a story about Paku eating people's nuts. Um, oh yeah, yeah. So I called it. I, I went on Boss Public Radio and I called it Pakua Lies. So an article about it called <laughs> Pakua Lies, and then Pakua Lies appeared as a headline on Snopes two weeks later. Wow! Hmm. And so I said, "Hey, you guys." Yeah, come on. Yeah, just, give, just credit. I mean, yeah. it, it's, it probably looks a low hanging joke. It's not right, right, right. Someone else couldn't have written it. It's convergent evolution. Exactly. Yeah. But I'm like, you know, I'm just nobody. Yeah. Just a little credit. Right. That's, I'm not asking you to take credit. it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but they didn't. Or linked to, maybe linked to the Fish Nerds website. That's what I want. Ready? Yeah, just a little. Um, uh, and I didn't get anything from them. Damn. Wait, so what's Snopes? Is, isn't that the website that like disproves stuff? Yeah. Oh, so they so were okay. doing it. Yeah. yeah. Why not? That's a big That's a big one. Yeah. 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 Maybe they want mm. something different. Did you lose your bait? Yeah. Oh, wow. That's a big one. Come back and go home. Is that a fish right there? Mm-hmm. There you go. 
So yeah, so they stole my headline. Damn. And Woody, and they, so if you Google Pakua Lies, yeah, Snopes comes up as first on Google search. Yeah. But that, that headline's not there, so it's still indexed in Google. Uh, the next one is Fish Nerds. Remember that. Ooh, nice. uh, so Google still has an index with that, so it's, you, can, you can verify that. It's a real thing. Has anyone ever stolen your work, Steve? Um, I think... Have you stolen anyone else's work? I think... Yeah, I st- mostly I steal people, other people's work. It's it's exhausting to do it yourself. Um, <laughs> it, it doesn't pay well. It's just so much easier to steal. Uh, and in sense, I've I've moved on to just stealing things from now on. So um, I'll break into a car probably on the way home. Um, yeah, uh, I leave my dog. In the car. <laughs> you get something? No. Um, Tangled on the transducer. No. That'd be a good podcast title. That's a good one. Um. A real niche audience. Yeah, tangled. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, yeah. It it has happened, or like there's things where you're like, hmm, that seems a little too close. But I think you have to kind of be zen and be like, you know, maybe produce enough, have an output that is so uh, so strong that it doesn't matter if that mm-hmm. happens or something. But yeah, because it doesn't feel good. But it must be impossible. To be completely original, too. Like it's. I am. I don't find it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't find but, it hard. But I, I, I read somewhere that you can't copyright recipes. Oh, so really? You can. You can. Oh. You can take any recipe you want. Yeah, yeah. And put it in your recipe book, but the but the writing around it can be copyrighted. Oh. But the actual recipe. I mean, isn't it hilarious that there's still recipe books? That, it blows my mind. And they're like fifty dollars, and yes. you're and you're like. Have you not heard of the internet? Well, it's funny. <laughs> I, although, to, 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 to be honest, though, like I still cook. With a recipe book on my counter. Really? And it's covered in crap. Yeah. And my iPad got covered in crap and didn't work after that. So, you know. There's oh, that's, a, yeah. There's it's, a place for mm, it. Yeah, that's true. So, but it does surprise me there's new books that are coming out because, like, are we really thinking of new recipes? <laughs> right. Or they're going back into, like, this, the old world. That's what they're doing. And finding the stuff that poor people <laughs> ate and calling it good. Yeah. You know, that's. <laughs> that's, uh, <laughs> they do that with a lot of stuff. Yeah. Clothes. Yeah. <laughs> Music. Everything. <laughs> I don't know who they is, but well, my daughter on opening day came mm-hmm. out with me. Yeah, Vinny, you were fishing that day down yeah. on this side of the lake down here mm-hmm. with our friend Travis, and we went up to the North End Lake and we drilled a couple holes in the ice till we found the deep spot, and then she took a eyeball from a white perch that we had caught the day before, which she forgot to bring, mm-hmm. and she put it on one of those tiny jigs. Yeah, dropped it down. Caught a lake trout. We took a picture and went home. Wow. That oh. was it? Opening day? Off, yes, 20 minutes. Uh, wow. Yeah. But if you want to ever learn how to ice fish, yeah. Vinny's son will, will outfish really? any yeah. human on earth. Really? On the ice. He's got the gift? He does. Oh, oh that's great. And, and it's real. A couple years ago, he and my daughter Zoe got together, and they were fishing head to head, and the two of them... Just fish. <laughs> Vinny and I are not catching anything. Nope. Really? And, and what they do is they're looking at these fish finders. Yeah. And because they're computer brains. Oh, they're, oh, they're wow. anticipating. It's a video game for them. And, they're, and they anticipate the fish. Wow. So they're watching the fish, and they're, in their heads, they can visualize wow. what the fish is doing. And they know the fish is going to suck the bait in their mouth and spit it out. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, and they're in. They're anticip- they don't feel it. They set the hook when those lines match up on the screen. Yeah. Do you have a fish on there? That's they impressive. Hook, so. That's awesome. What? Last week, a couple weekends ago, we were out on Danforth Pond, and my son tangled his line like this, mm-hmm. and he was on school white perch, so he decided just to hand line everything, and he sat there and jigged just by holding the line, caught three or four fish. Oh, wow. No reel, just pulling them in, dropping wow. them back down, Jeez. holding them in, yep. dropping them back down. Doesn't matter what he's doing. 
I had now, in, in your defense, though, he throws it to Ross. Says, "Dad, fix this!" Yeah, right, right. So you're untangling this garbage <laughs> yeah. while he's catching the fish. Right. Yeah, that's why he outfishes me because I'm dealing <coughs> with his stuff. With his, <laughs> yeah. And he ties his own stuff and he's baiting his own stuff now. But he gets but mad at it though. He does. Like he's, he's an angry fisher. Yeah. Now. Oh yeah. He, he gets. Oh, he's, he's like a, he's like a golfer, like an angry golfer. Yeah. That's he's how. not catching fish. He's like. Gah! Gah! Yeah, you know, yeah. Not a He's already bald and has a beard. <laughs> Nine. Nine. You guys have any kids or anything? No. So mm-hmm. smart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to focus on fishing full time. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to just try and set the hook. Yeah. That's the goal. I can't make a baby, but I can set it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Here he comes. Here he comes. Something just happened. Yeah, they're down there. They're down there. News, news, fish in the news. Everybody loves their fish in the news. All right, so headline is this from Florida. Florida, of course. <laughs> so college... Producers of the best news. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's, uh, there's Ohio's another one. There's no... Ooh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, it was funny. I, when I posted this story on the fishnerds.com, uh, fishnerds Facebook group, yeah, one of the one of the people, Paul Chema, who's the host of the Varmints podcast, he said, "Please don't be Florida. Please don't be Florida," because <laughs> <laughs> it feels like Florida. Look at this headline: it's, "College student ate ex girlfriend's fish, then said to pick up his poop and said, found your fish.'" <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so, a 20-year-old uh, LSU uh, student, Maxwell Taffin, who should probably at least be on some sort of low-level watch list for a little while, was arrested for eating his ex-girlfriend's fish, and then later... Uh, I lost the fish here. Oh, yeah. And then later sent her the picture and said, Look, it's a fish. <laughs> he was charged, too, with animal cruelty. He was, yeah. So that's a psycho move, especially the poop part. Uh, the incident occurred when Taffin's ex-girlfriend allowed him a few friends to sleep in her dorm room after the old uh, LSU game in 2016, which they were in town for. When the victim returned to her dorm, uh, Tappan said, check your fish tank. And she noticed which fish... is never a good sign. It's no. never going to be, everything's great in there. No, I should text my wife that right now. <laughs> check your fish tank. <laughs> we don't even have a fish tank. <laughs> check your fish tank. And she noticed the fish was missing and shortly after got an update on its whereabouts. Shortly after? So that means he processed the fish... And what and quickly, right? Well, they don't have a timeline on here. That's a good question, though. Like, how long <laughs> does it take? Does it take to process a fish? Now, I've eaten. Yeah. It depends on the fish. It also depends on if there's salmonella in it. I imagine yeah. if you mm. get food poisoning, it's a mm-hmm. lot faster. Moving. Yeah. Does it say if he cooked it? Yeah. Well, he must have swallowed it whole, right? If you took a photo of it. Well, he took a photo of his poop. Yeah. Oh, okay. But so if it's identifiable, right? Maybe there's scales? Uh, something. All right. So when questioned by the police, like Taffin told them, <laughs> he told them, yeah, I'll be honest with you. I ate the victim's fish. Uh, considering this happened after a football game, there's nearly a 100% chance that Taffin was drunk when this happened. Uh, and there's like an 80% chance he was so blackout that his blood was actually just a hurricane. Uh, <laughs> still, the poop thing, which has presumably happened a fair amount of time later, can't be excused away by the consumption of an entire fifth of fireball on the parade grounds. Mm. That's the sort of thing that you hear about uh, someone doing, either tell their friends about or to seek legitimate help for. So, um, yeah, but he got he got 
he got arrested for animal cruelty on that one. Oh man, that's a weird. Yeah, I guess he's being he's he's eating it not for food. You can't eat things out of spite, right? So yeah. well, I do. I, I spite mean, eat all the time. I, I, I had to spite myself. I had some yeah. fine rib yeah. last night, and yeah. I'm like, screw you. I'm eating. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I hate you so much. <laughs> <laughs> You can't eat other people's stuff. You can't eat an animal because you're mad at somebody else. That's I right. Guess. So that well, that begs the question: If you had a pet mm. lake trout, uh-huh. which is people can legally eat, right? You you can't possess. You can't possess it a lot. Oh, so let's think about oh. a fish you can possess: fallfish. Fall, so you can okay. keep a fallfish in a tank because okay. that can be a bait fish okay. in New Hampshire. Yep. You get to three pounds. If you ate your pet and you eat it, is yeah. it animal cruelty? If you eat it live, or if you eat it live, so. So if you fillet your pet and eat it, your pet fish, not cruelty. Ooh. So can we fillet our pet ferret and eat it? Is that going to be cruelty? Is there a difference? It's almost as if these laws of society are arbitrary and meaningless. <laughs> <laughs> and we're all just doing our best. <laughs> um, what, are the, what, are the, what are meat rules? Are uh, yeah, it's crazy. You know, can I... Oh, you got something? Did you feel for him after you did that? Mm. Because you take the insulation off the roof, so you better have a fish. <laughs> so before you start reeling, when you do it, come up, just leave come it up, up fast, and just yeah, sit there. Down. And okay. Feel. I love that you're teaching because you he doesn't listen to me. Him, come back down again, to right where you without using your fishing reel. Okay. You're just using your arms. So you you gained four or five feet yeah. of motion there. If it was on there, you'd have felt him. Mm-hmm. And then if you feel him, then you start reeling, keeping that tension on, and bring that rod back in front of you. Okay. So, and then you can reel him up normally. Fun fact, so. Is that heater off? It might be. It's probably running out of gas. I can hear it. Or you're just breathing in the propane. Yeah, it's not propane. Yeah. Yeah, so it makes you think fondly of old camping memories. Yeah. <laughs> All right, how about from New York Times? Another story. Nice. So you've written for them. Right? I've heard of it. Yeah. This is how I found we found you yeah, yeah. years ago. You did a yeah. story on, uh, on the ice fishing derby yeah. in New Hampshire. Yeah, it is ridiculous. They let me write something it's, for them. And they paid you. They paid me, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've sent them several stories. I don't get emailed back saying no thanks. Oh, they don't answer my emails anymore. Nothing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> One and done. Yeah. <laughs> hey, but take it. You can say, oh, I'm a writer for New York Times. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I wrote for the Yeah. 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 Before you got too big for them. Yeah. Yeah. I don't need them. Yeah. If you're listening to New York Times, I bet you really need you. <laughs> All right. So uh, uh, this is from the Croatian Dispatch, actually. Oh, nice. Uh, my subscription just lapsed to the Croatian <laughs> Dispatch. I, uh, I have probably missed the story. <laughs> <laughs> they, but they did, it did get republished in time. Uh, oysters, oysters lead lives of excitement and danger, especially in the Balkans. Ooh. Yeah. Now, if you if you want some good oyster jokes, uh-huh. Ali Pleasant, who wrote our theme song, wrote a uh, book. It's on Amazon. It's called uh, 101 Oyster Jokes. Oh, wow. actually, there are that many? Well, there's actually 104 in the book. He has some just bonus jokes. Wow. Oh, yeah. That's great. So, I mean, maybe in post-production, I'll go read some into the show. I would love to hear some oyster jokes. <laughs> I don't have them in front of me. All right, here are some examples of oyster jokes from Wally Pleasant's book, 101 Oyster Jokes. Why did the oyster stay out of the comedy club? Because he was afraid he might crack up. Why was the oyster denied a movie role? He wasn't a starfish. Oh, my God. Uh, why was the oyster's favorite... Sorry. What was the oyster's favorite beverage? A salt tea. What did the oyster say when he washed up on shore? What a beach. Why did the oyster get kicked out of the movie theater? He couldn't shut up. What was the oyster's favorite naughty activity? This is my favorite. Coral sex. (laughs) What was the oyster's favorite pickup line? Don't let my rough exterior fool you. I'm a really big softy inside. 
That's all you get. You can get that book on Amazon. Wally Pleasant, who wrote our theme song, uh, wrote that book. I can't tell if he should be proud of that or disappointed in it. I can't memorize jokes either. I'm terrible. I really, those, those street jokes that yeah. like your uncles tell you yeah. at parties, I'm like, I forget. Yeah. So as a, as a comedian, are you just a storyteller? Or yeah. Just... Oh, no. I just like joking around in the moment. Like, I like to just joke around, uh-huh. but like, I, I don't want to have to remember a, someone else's script. <laughs> It's um, hard. It's hard. Yeah, because you, know, you get it wrong if someone else wrote it. So. Yeah, then you're like, "Hey, did you hear the one about uh, this guy?" And you're like, and "They're like, no." And I'm like, uh, "I forget it." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> neither did I. Yeah, neither did I. Like I just thought of something. So you've got yeah. a huge piece of bait on there. Yes. So when those fish hit that, yeah, it's going to take them a while to get to where your hook is in the, in the head, right? Yes. So let them chew on it. Chew on it. Okay. So don't there. lift my arms. Just up give them a minute and or give them some time to play with it, okay. and then. You know, you gotta kind of figure that out. You gotta feel yeah. for it. But and then if you start really feel the poem, then do that. Getting hits. Yeah, because they right. could be just smacking the tail of the thing. Oh yeah. But you okay. gotta get to where the hook is in it. So. Oof. Any flags up out there? No, no flags. All right. So this is from Croatia. An oyster leads a dreadful but exciting life. Uh, MFK <laughs> Fisher yeah. observed in her classic book about them, full of stress, passion, and danger. Passion. Huh? Passion. The oyster, in other words. Fits right in with the I can't, beleaguered, such a word, beleaguered Balkans. Mm. And he has 62 years in, in this tremulous region. I should pre read these next time. Uh, <laughs> the life of Bodhi Sare has, has been at least as eventful as an oyster's. Mr. Sare has been a partisan warrior, a weapon smuggler, and a cafe owner, and a prisoner twice. Prison yeah. Damn. So is this about him or oysters? <laughs> now, as the owner of a highly regarded seafood restaurant in Croatia, he champions locally grown oysters, and it's part of a collective 75 farmers that tend oyster beds in Malistan Bay, part of the Adriatic Sea along the southern Croatian border. One early morning, as a mist shrouded the ancient wall that snakes around hills overlooking the town of Malistan, Mr. Sarah's son, Tommy Slav, that's a real name, uh, guided the family's boat past the plastic markers bobbing in the shimmering blue water. Whoever wrote this article is just filling space. With yeah. Yeah. Uh, he stopped at one floating pontoon to pluck That's why I canceled my subscription to the dispatch. Yeah, because you know, the Croatians. Yeah, the Croatians. Well, maybe it doesn't translate. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, he stopped at one of the floating pontoons to pluck a string of European flat oysters known as Austria Idulis from the water. He quickly shucked a dozen, topped them with a touch of lemon, and smiled. Be careful. It's true what they say. He said, there's a reason Croatians have big families. Um, I guess he's making a joke about... The aphrodisiac the quality. Which, by the way, I heard was a myth. Is it a myth? Yeah. Well, I, w- I always feel like it's it's just because oysters are kind of gross, so two people are eating oysters together. They're like, I'm down for whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, if you can do that... You can do any. You can, you know, I'll eat those. Yeah. I mean, I'm It's not that lie. big of a, stra- of a jump. Yeah. 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 I always, uh, I'm not going to go that. I don't know what's so happening. But I, I've always thought, <laughs> so head. many, it's, it's all in your head. And also, I think with most mm. of these things like um, like tryptophan and things mm. like that, yeah. you have to eat so much of it to right. get an effect. Yeah. So yeah. how many oysters do you think one would have to eat? Mm. I mean, by the way, have you ever eaten raw oysters? Oh, yeah. yeah. In all fact, all the time. I took an oyster shucking class this year. It was awesome. <laughs> really? At the, at the James Beard house. You took a class in it? Yeah, I was really so, just, you just go and sh- they teach you how to shuck oysters, and then you get to eat a bunch of oysters and yeah, champagne. It was great. Well, in front of you, pay extra for that. 
Yeah. It was like picking thing. your own apples. You pay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You pay to be a migrant worker. Right. right for right. a day. Right, right. <laughs> and you pay extra for the privilege of it. It was better than apple picking. It was yeah. really. It was awesome. Yeah. yeah. Oysters are great. I love them. Yeah, me too. My, when I was a kid, my grandfather owned an oyster bed in Washington State. Whoa. And we would go out and we would pick oysters. Yeah. And we'd pick up Dungeons Crafts at the same time. Wow. And mm. go right back to the beach and mm. find a grill up. And you put the oysters on the grill. Just until they go out and they open up. Oh my god! Oh, wow. you shut them that way. They just open. Amazing. And then a little bit of lemon and you eat them. Yeah. So kind of alive. Yeah. You eat oysters alive. Yeah, that's crazy. How many other animals yeah. do we eat alive? What type of animal cruelty? Yogurt, maybe. Mm. Yes. Well, that's a bacteria. Uh, yeah, right? yeah. So not an animal. Mm. Yeah. What else do we eat alive? Some people eat goldfish alive. Yeah, yeah. that guy. Yeah, but, but that's like a thing. It's like but a, they're not eating like that for sustenance. You're yeah. eating. You're eating oysters alive because mm. it's just alive. Maybe insects. Maybe some people who eat, who eat insects. Yeah, have you done that? No. Alive? Maybe. You think these people are doubling down on the gross? They're like, this, I'm going to eat a bug. Also, I want it to crawl. Crawl right down. Yeah, yeah, the problem with live anything is parasites, right? So you want to always... Uh, like, yeah. Like, I won't eat sushi that's fresh. I don't want sushi that's fresh on a plate from, from a fish. I want frozen. Frozen? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. fish are so full of gross. I know. Yeah. But oysters, we're happy to eat them alive. Mm. No problem. They're so yeah, they're so great. Like clam really, or was it a mollusk? It's a mollusk. Yeah, you don't eat mussels raw, or yeah, I know. Is that going to be a thing? Mussels? Well, I think mussels can be sick from. Oh uh, yeah, you got to be yeah. careful. Cohogs. I've eaten a raw cohog. Have you? Yeah, when I was a kid, like on a dare, it wasn't bad. Yeah. It was I've eaten clam hens raw. What's that? The uh, they're big. We clammed them up in um, or dug them up in Portland. About that big round, you pop them open, and there's this inside where it's connected to the shell. Yeah. You cut that off, and it's like almost like a little scallop. Ooh. And you just pop them, mm. and they're amazing. Damn. And great. they might still be alive, but I mean, like, you cut them off, so they're probably just freshly dead. <laughs> they're just kind of alive. They're just kind of, they're kind of alive. I'm not alive. dead yet. Yes, I, you are. I, I feel like I'm just kind of alive most <laughs> yeah. days. Yeah. Is, isn't there a thing that oysters are vegan? Isn't that a. Uh, yeah, Have that's an argument. That? Yeah, wait, wait, what? vegan. I, to me, vegans say that they're like, "Oh, I don't eat anything. I don't eat fish. I don't eat uh, any animal product, but I eat oysters because what oysters vegan are vegan." That? Vegans, I don't know a lot. Well, yeah, so, no, I've heard that argument. Yeah, yeah, I, it sounds like vegans are trying to like scoot in a couple of things that they just like. Oreos. I mean, well, Oreos and Oreo cream is vegan. Oh, an Oreo uh, oyster Ta- and Taco and, Bell bean burrito. Yeah. Is that vegan? Yeah. Which is actually not bad. Oh, that's okay. good. Yeah. Thanks for talking about it. Really? It's a delightful meal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, people say oysters, they don't, they're not like sentient enough to be, uh, to be an animal or something. Yeah, like they're on the line towards plants for some people. So yeah. they eat sponges then, which is an animal, right? Yeah, I guess. Sea cucumbers. Yeah. Oh, sea cucumber. Sea cucumbers. I've never eaten that, man. Me neither. You slice them up on salad. Don't really? <laughs> Mantlin. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't like to eat very many animals. Alive, but yeah, I like how I threw something out here, and we had, no one had heard of it. But we're like, we can just see how this goes. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know anything about this vegan thing. No, it's funny because I have a. Um, I was just. We used to have a vegan protester for the fish nerds, and so she lives uh, in North Conway, hmm. and she has. So my day job is I, I work, I, I don't work directly with kids. I write grants for uh-huh. kids programming. And and the uh, the woman who, the, our local vegan protester, mm-hmm. actually had been actively for five years trying to get me fired from my job, making the case to my boss that if I fish, <laughs> therefore I'm an animal abuser, therefore I'm a kid abuser. Yes, and your wife. And my wife must be. And I abuse my wife as well. Yeah, yeah. I can but see that. That all, that I all checks out. I abuse my wife a little bit, <laughs> you know. 
So, but, but it, it's it's consensual. It seems like <laughs> <laughs> that does sound like a definition of marriage. Um, <laughs> like I think that uh, you would think that she would be in favor of this because isn't fish nerds more about like I, I feel like this engenders a relationship with animals that is more like appreciative mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you guys talk about only you know like not hurting fish if you don't have to right. and being like um, you know. Releasing them safely. And well, so like I that. talked to her about this. So yeah. I cornered her after all this. I uh-huh. said, okay, so this. Cornered? So you cornered her. Yeah, that's a good way to start a conversation. People are at their best when cornered. I said, <laughs> and she said, nobody puts baby in the corner. Yeah. So, so I came up on her. I, I stood up on a chair so she would be intimidated. No, but I asked her. I said to her, I said, look, so I, I get it. So you're a vegan and you see animal things to be cruel. I said, I'll tell you, after talking to you, I do treat fish nicer yeah. than I would have otherwise. Yeah, I'm yeah, more yeah. aware of that, yeah. that I might be hurting them a little bit. Does yeah, that yeah. make you feel any better? And she said, no. It doesn't make you feel any better? Nothing. And I said, so... Not even a little bit? Nothing. I said, so do you, you see... Let me ask... I said, let me clarify. So you think if I eat a fish that's exactly the same as eating a human person? That's what she... She said, yes. Wow. And I said, I'm so <laughs> sorry. You must be suffering from some serious PTSD because if... Everywhere you see, humans getting eaten all the day long. That must be terrifying. That's a yeah. terrifying yeah, yeah. thing. I mean, yeah. you're not doing enough yeah. to stop me. Right, right. She should. Because I'm afraid of her. I didn't really say that. Yeah. Right. She's a scary lady. <laughs> say, bring but, it on. I mean, come on, let's go. <laughs> yeah. No, because, I mean, if, God, if you really think eating an animal and eating humans the same thing, then you have to act. Like Also, she should, she should be okay with you eating humans. <laughs> like, they're the same. She, so she, she should be like, yeah, yeah, cannibalism is fine. Like, yeah. because they're... Well, she's not fine with any kind of eating animals. So. Yeah, I think that's that's like doesn't sound like it's about the animals. It sounds like it's about the person. It yeah. is. Although the, I would accept a case if someone made a case for vegan being a healthy diet. Probably you can make a strong case for it. Um, I, oh. Not for me. <laughs> or I would accept that argument. Yeah, it's yeah. healthy, and like also humans are at their best when they're being as kind as possible to every living thing on the planet, except for oysters. Except for oysters, which I want to they slaughter and mass. I'm gonna eat them alive. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna break your, your skull open and I, eat your brain. I, I show no quarter to oysters. Yeah, uh, those bastards. <laughs> but they, if, if they could eat you, they would. They would. They yeah. would. Uh, yeah. Oysters are known to be the terrorists of the sea. Are they? Yes. Yeah, often attack swimmers. You, you don't know, notice them because they, they're they, just they, they can't break your skin. But, clean. <laughs> <laughs> but they're yeah. known for it. All right, speaking of terrorists in the sea, uh, this is um, this is from sciencealert.com. So so you know it's good. All right, unborn sharks will swim between uteruses to eat their brethren. Is a headline. Oh. Vinny almost had a fish, but he hit the microphone. What? That's going to sound so good, right? Uh, If a fish was on there, yeah. All right. So they swim between. So did you know? Well, so so wait. So what's a shark's uterus like? They have multiple uteruses, right? Right. Well, sharks also. Male sharks sharks have two penises. Uh, they have bifurcated uh, yeah, the claspers. Oh, they they little claspers. Yeah. Like a uh, what are the other? Like a marsupial kind of. (laughs) <laughs> what? No. 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 <laughs> One time Steve took a advanced biology class. By accident. And I, <laughs> I, I was in it because I was a biology major and I walked in on the first day and he was sitting there and I said, are you writing a story about this class for the school paper? 
<laughs> it was a 300 level class. I didn't take the prereq. Just signed up. <laughs> just, I'm taking math. Taking vertebrate zoology. Yep. Well, perfect. So you know about this, right? Mm. So I don't. Well, so, so why do why are sharks so angry? Uh, I don't. Is, I don't know why. Well, you'd be mad too if you had two penises and no hands. Uh, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> See, I didn't remember the joke. That is a pretty that's good the only one. joke I know. <laughs> I tell it every year. So, <laughs> all right. I, I, uh, as macabre, macabre, macabre. I never know how to say that word. Macabre. It. Some, you know, you ever know some words are not meant to be said out loud. Yeah. Mm. Like, so you think of words like, like, um, like those that when you're on the internet and you see G I F F. Oh yeah. Right? Wanna, is it one? Is it GIF or mm. GIF, right? Yeah. I think that was never meant to be read out loud. <laughs> right. It was right. computers talking to each exactly. other. Exactly. Yeah. So you shouldn't say it. And, and like, <laughs> you niche, shouldn't say it. In, in, in the word N I C H E. Niche. Niche or niche. Niche. You should never say it out loud. Just don't say it. Yeah. It's a terrible word. Or Cabre. Voldemort. 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 Yeah. So, as he who must not be named as it seems, it's not exactly a secret that in some species of shark, the unborn dine on their siblings while still developing in the womb. Classic family problems. <laughs> but it turns out we don't know the half of it. A new kind of ultrasound device has provided biologists with a detailed view of this common act of cannibalism, revealing they don't just nibble on their neighbor. Embryos will travel between wombs to feast. <sighs> No, that's not a typo. Many species of shark mature their eggs or gestate embryos in a left and right uterus. That's true. For most animals, the embryonic movement is rather limited to a bit of squirming and the occasional flip. Even for a even for a young that aren't anchored to a placenta, gestation is just thought to be rather a sedentary affair. So researchers from Okinawa Aquarium were surprised to find the unborn pups of captive tawny nurse sharks, not only moving around their own uterus, but moving houses all together. Wow. So they're traveling from one Weird. to the other. Yeah. So you're a happy little pup shark. Your brother wow. comes in. And eats you. And you're That's like, go a... back to your own uterus! Yeah. <laughs> Remember on car trips when you were a kid and you like you had that measuring line? Don't go past this <laughs> yeah. line. Yeah. And your brother would always do that. Yeah. But in the shark world, if you go past that line, you get eaten. Eaten. Yeah. That sounds, yeah. yeah That's it's terrifying. terrifying. I know. So my, my next time I'm in a car with anyone, you cross this line. If you were a shark. I'm going to eat you. I'll eat you. <laughs> yeah, I remember that one. All right, the data shows frequent embryonic migration between the right and left uteri, which is contradictory to the sedentary mammalian fetus. So human fetuses do not travel between uteruses because <laughs> there's not two. It doesn't contradict it. It's just it's not, like, that's a yeah. dumb sentence. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, the discovery came courtesy of a fancy new piece of equipment that allows a kind of ultrasound device for you to scan. I, I, I'm not going to this. So... Hmm. I don't have anything else to say about that. I just found that just the headline alone. Those are. It is fun. It makes sense. That's 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 like classic sharks. You know, yeah. they're they're just like <laughs> evil in the womb. Uh, they're known to be evil. Yeah. So I had a woman on the show last week, and she I interviewed her yesterday, but it'll be on last week's show because um, the magic of podcasting. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but she she invented a bracelet. That repels sharks. Ooh. Yeah. Just ugly. Sharks don't like pretty things. How does it do that? So it, they, the technical is made out of when you go in the water, it electrolyzes. Oh, like yeah, yeah, yeah. And you get like a one meter 
bubble, basically. Well, they of, can detect electricity. Yes, yeah, like so. 0. 0.0001. Yeah. With their, with their, we, we know this, with their lozenges of zucchini. Exactly. Impule of Laurentini. Yeah, yeah she said, said it right. She said it right on the show. <laughs> and and uh, so I was questioning her about it. But now I'm thinking, like, can we protect baby sharks by mm. going into the mama sharks and putting these on the babies? Little tiny bracelets? Tiny bracelets on sharks. But then mom would probably reject them. Yeah, or then like neither of them make it. They make them. They made a movie about this Infinity War. <laughs> <laughs> you got to kill half. Of them. Yeah, <laughs> the sharks know what's up. Well, that is a that's a good shark fact. It's that's a good thing to break yeah. out. Yeah, there it is. That's all we got. Conversation. <laughs> Are traps popping out there. Anything. Sharks like to taste their food. They do? They'll take a bite and spit it out. Really? That's why surfers get eaten. Surfers get bit, yeah, but not eaten. Because they go, oh, that's not a seal. Hmm. Just give it a bite. That's good. That's helpful. I almost got eaten by a shark. Really? Yeah. I was surf fishing down in New Smyrna Beach. Where's that? Uh, Florida. Oh, wow. It's right below Daytona Beach. Mm -hmm. So we were surf, surf casting. I was about waist deep. School of bluefish come in, Ooh. and a uh, black tip comes in, eats one, knocks me over with his tail, and then just heads on out. Damn. Ooh. Yeah. Damn. Glad that fish was there, or else I would have gotten a chunk. You worried out. about getting bit by the bluefish? Too. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I was kind of drunk. So really... <laughs> How big was the black tip? It was probably a good three, four feet long. Wow. Ooh, damn. I remember when we were a kid, there were all these stories, and you never hear them anymore. Like, and this might have just been New England, but it was like bluefish attack. Like they were like someone gets 150 stitches in their leg. There were all these reports of bluefish attacks huh. of like kids being in shallow water and, and like them moving through a beach and biting people. And then you didn't hear about it. Central Florida is a shark bite capital of the world. Really? From what I'm told. And mm. the uh, newspaper there would always show aerial shots of the break and right behind it, just hundreds of sharks. Wow. Chilling out. Wow. The way that area is. Indian River goes in the intercoastal. It's just a big funnel of big fish. Hmm. So they they just hang out and wait for wow. the fish and surfers and your mic drop. But I fixed it. Oh, here you I am. Have you ever seen a bluefish feeding frenzy well, while you're swimming? Not while we're swimming. I was saying like. When I was a kid, there were all these stories like bluefish attack, all these stitches, but I don't, you don't hear about them anymore. Were they just exaggerated back then? So when I was a kid, I was swimming in Nantucket, mm -hmm. yeah. and, and, and all these little small fish started rolling in around me. Hundreds of them. They were pogies. Yeah. Mm. Um, what do they call those? Uh, scup or... Scup. Yeah. yeah. And then next thing you know, there's blood in the water everywhere. And there's half pogies floating around me. So and you're just these, like, I'm going to hang And out then here. these bigger fish, which well, I didn't know were bluefish... Start swimming yeah. through my legs and bumping into me. Oh my god! And I'm up Ooh. to my waist in the water. Yeah. Oh so god. I scrambled this little island, huh. and all around me, fish are boiling out of the water. There's blood everywhere. Wow, I thought they were sharks because I'm, yeah. you know, ten years old. That's Turns so out it was bluefish. And so this guy in a little sailboat came, picked me up off the island, brought me to the beach. Wow. Saved my life. And then that afternoon, we went out to the jetty, and people were netting out the pogies, putting them on a big hook, throwing them out there, and catching these huge bluefish. Blue yeah, it's amazing. I caught, so I don't think it's crazy. I caught a bluefish in May or June. Yes, yeah, remember uh, snappers? Yeah, those are fun. We caught them in New York. Yeah, New York it was awesome. We, I used to live in Governor's Island. Queens. Oh, really? Off of, uh, oh, wow. Off of our our, uh, our seawater. Oh, wow. Yeah, we were on the jetty at Breezy Point. Yeah. Yeah. 
Awesome. And I was down at Battery Park, and there was a guy fishing there yeah. last year. Yeah, you can fish in Battery Park, Oh, right? you can. People get monsters. Yeah. Because it's clean. It's clean enough at Battery Park. Stripers. Right? I mean, I don't know <laughs> if I'd eat it, but... We, this is back in the 80s. So my yeah. my stepmother, she was not... A, I wouldn't eat it. She was not a cash-release person. No. Uh, and so she caught a huge bluefish in yeah. off yeah, of Gubberzon. And in the 80s, the, the river's full of condoms. Oh, yeah, yeah. All along. <laughs> so, because it was right in the age crisis, so everyone was, was uh, still doing it, but they were throwing the condoms in the river when they belonged. And um, so she caught this bluefish, she brought it home, she cooked for dinner, put it on her plate to eat, and, oh, then you, and bluefish are oily. Yeah. You can wash the oil of so the fish. Yeah, it's true. And, and it looked like a rainbow, like an oil. Oh, my plate. God. Rainbow, uh, oh, my God. And she ate it? She made us eat it. Oh, my See, God. We were, I grew up in it. You had to eat everything on your plate. It was God. Like, you, had, you couldn't turn food down. We weren't allowed. Did you ever fish at Roosevelt Island? No. We only used to fish on, off, oh, just okay. off of the seawall. I was, in, I was in seventh grade. Okay. Uh, that was a cool place to live. It was, it was Coast Guard based at the time. Oh, so, crazy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah we go out in... Um, What's the name of that jetty we go to? The end of uh, like Far Rockway, right? Yeah, Breezy Point. Yeah. So you guys live in the city? Yeah. Oh, sweet. Brooklyn for me, Queens for him. What part of Brooklyn? Uh, right now, Bedside. Yeah. We have, we hang out in Park the Park View Park. Park Slope. Park Slope. Slope. Yes. Yep. That's very hip. That's very hip now. Oh, when I, in the eighties, it was such a dirtbag. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 It's like Harlem. Yeah. 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 Good friends that live in Harlem and. Not like it used to be, that's for sure. And now it's like rich person housing. I know. It's all crazy. those old houses are all beautiful now. Yeah. But Brooklyn's nice. Yeah, it's nice. It's nice. You can get down. You got there. It's wonderful. We fish down at uh, Sheepshead Bay, too. Yep. Sheepshead Bay is great. South Brooklyn. We go We, yeah. go, we go out of there. Catch fluke. Charter, and... charter fishing boat for nothing and just go out for an afternoon. And yeah. no one thinks about it, right? And no one thinks yeah, to do yeah. it. When you take, if you take a, because uh, I'll take the train, the, I'll take the train from... Queens into Manhattan and then out to Brooklyn sometimes. Um, so I'll be on the train for like an hour and a half to get there. If you take a fishing rod on the train, people, it's the one <laughs> it's thing in New York. The no one talks to you in New York ever. Yeah. If you have a fishing rod on the train, people can't, they can't, they can't, help. They can't shut up. They're so like, you walk down the street, they with start a smiling. Rod. They're like, you go yeah. fishing? Mm-hmm. No, everyone talks to you. Hanging out. Yeah. Carrying the around. It's, it's they're so curious. Friends. It's so funny. Um, yeah, those charters are great. We get, we get dogfish. Which are great for fish and chips. Oh yeah, we love yeah. eating dogfish. Yep. Well, it's we, funny because that's been we've been in New England. Like we're trying to get people. Well, I'm I've been trying to get people to stop eating cod forever. Yeah, right now. yeah. So and dumb. and they won't do it. And you recommend dogfish, mm-hmm. yeah. and they get pissed and off. Check at you. my feet. Yeah, no, that's what you're eating. It's good. We do the milk, the milk brine thing. Yeah, yep. it's the best. Well, so it's funny. They say oh, I don't eat dogfish because they pee through their skin. I'm like, oh, any shark. Like, that's, yeah, yeah. That's they don't. They want cod. Well, you got to fillet it immediately. Yeah. Yeah, they don't. If you take go on a charter boat, you have to be like, "Can you play that now, or, or what can we do it now?" Give him a few bucks. Uh, I, went a, I went on a chart. You lost your pick. Yep. So that's it. You've listened to a bunch of fish nerds when you should have been fishing. Thank you for sticking with it. Special thanks to Wally Pleasant for writing our theme song, to Diana's Bath Salts for the fish in the news music. Big thank you to Steve McConey and Mike for uh, for I don't know what just for for taking advantage of me and fishing for free. Uh, And thanks for Vinny for sitting through this whole silliness while we go for it next week. We'll be back with another new episode of The Fish Nerds. Uh, So until next time, follow the code of The Fish Nerds. Spawn early, spawn often. Never trust a free lunch with strings attached and swim against the current every chance you get. Whether you're fly fishing in a stream, getting those ankles wet, or deep in the ocean casting nets, 
fish nerds. Fish nerds. Fish nerds. It's a podcast. Just for the halibut. Fried in a basket or broiled in a pan. Eat it raw like you're in Siam. Fish nerds.